This episode of All My Friends From Barbands is proudly sponsored by Braven Audio. High quality, portable audio so you can listen anywhere. If you're a listener of this show, then you can head over to braven.com.au, pick out whatever you like, and use the offer code FRIENDS at checkout to get 25% off your purchase. That's braven.com.au, pick out a speaker, some headphones, whatever you like, and get 25% off when you use the offer code FRIENDS, F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's braven.com.au. All right, let's get on with the show. It's David James Young for another week of All My Friends Are In Bar Bands. And holy shit, I can't believe I'm about to say this. Uh, this, is a, this is a very, very surreal one for me. But this week's guest is Rob Mills. Rob Millsy Mills. Uh, finalist of the first season of Australian Idol. Uh, star of uh, productions like Wicked and Legally Blonde the Musical. Uh, currently starring as Cedric in the play Puffs, which is happening uh, at the Alex Theatre in St Kilda. That's running up until the 9th of July. Uh, they may extend the season further, but uh, at this stage that's uh, going to be the last run. And I could not recommend the show higher. I got to see the show while I was in Melbourne uh, last week. Uh, which is what I was recording uh, while I was there, and I, I I cannot express how wholesome and funny and silly it was. I had an absolute blast watching it, and I was so stoked that uh, Rob took a bit of time before the performance to have a chat with me about his entire career, starting out uh, in cover bands, in pub bands, when he was uh, in his teens, uh, going through the idol process, uh, picking himself up and starting over again in the world of musical theatre, everything in between. Uh, the guy has a lot of layers to him, and uh, yeah, was super game to talk about everything, was super open, friendly, funny, uh, everything I could have asked for. This is honestly one of my favourite episodes that we've recorded in ages. I want to give a massive thanks to Michael over at Making a Difference PR for setting up this interview, and of course a big thanks to Millsy for going along with it and uh, being an absolute legend. Again, uh, if you are at all a fan of uh, the uh, the certain boy wizard that we legally can't talk about, uh, well I can legally talk about it, but they can't. If you're into that, head over to uh, puffstheplay.com and secure yourself some tickets. Please, please get along and check out this very wholesome, very sweet, and very entertaining show. I had a blast. I'm sure you will too. Before we get into it, a big, big thank you to everyone that has been supporting the podcast, spreading the word about the podcast. Uh, any, any way that you can help to promote is uh, very, very much appreciated. A couple of ways that you can do that. 
You can rate and review and subscribe over on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can check it out on Stitcher Radio uh, and the newly launched Google Podcasts. We are up on there, so head on over to that if you have an Android. Uh, they've got a really, really cool new app, and uh, you can stream us and download us and... Uh, pretty much every other podcast you can think of. So that's a brand new way that you can listen to uh, and support the podcast. And if you have any spare change flicking about, then you can help to support the podcast financially by uh, supporting us over on Patreon. For as little as $1 a month, you can help to keep this podcast up and running and support both myself and the podcast uh, financially, which is very, very, very much appreciated. Uh, if you'd like a little bit more information on that, head over to patreon.com slash barbands. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash barbands. Uh, if you'd like to hit me up, maybe uh, you uh, represent a band and you would like to get them involved uh, with the podcast, or if you would like to uh, set up a sponsorship, anything like that, give us a give us a bell. Uh, Bar Bands Pod, B A R B A N D S P O D at gmail dot com. Uh, you can head over to all my friends are in barbands dot com. You can also check out. All my friends are in Bar Bands on Facebook and Twitter. Bar Bands Pod on Twitter and A M F A I B B P O D on Facebook. Alright, I think that's about it. Let's head over to the Alex Theatre in St Kilda right now and speak to the great man, Robert Millsy Mills. Hi everyone, I'm David Chen Jung, and all my friends are in bar bands. Today, I would like to introduce you to my friend, Rob Mills. How are you, mate? I'm good, buddy. How are you doing? Really good. Yeah. It's Tuesday night. We're in Melbourne. We're at the uh, Alex Theatre in St Kilda. Yeah. And Millsy is here. Uh, it's two weeks of this run now? Yeah, we've yeah, been over two weeks. I think we're open for another month or so maybe even more oh. it's extended once they might even extend it again tickets, oh. are, tickets are selling really well that's exciting times yeah it's, I mean it's a great fun show I think uh, everyone loves the certain boy wizard and the certain school of magic and magic yes. so it has plenty of fans um, and a show that, and a strong legal team too as it very very out. strong legal team uh, I think eight lawyer, lawyers currently working on this show around the world um, wow what a team. But it's not often a show, like a small play like this, will run for this long, like on off-Broadway. It's been running yeah. for three years, which is yeah. incredible. And, yeah, it's I mean, ridiculous. For something to run more than three weeks in New York yeah. is amazing. So it's a real testament to the creatives. Um, and also, this, this cast is amazing. Mm. Um, we had some very, very good feedback from our American producer, um, who's just said, it's the best company we have. So, wow! Like, Look out! Yeah, it's kind of cool. That's very exciting. You should be very proud. We're very proud. We're very proud. Amazing, amazing. Okay, so I start these all by tracing back the initial interest in music, specifically where it changed from being something that maybe you were watching on TV, hearing on the radio, whatever have you, to being, I want to sing, I want to perform, I want to, you know, be involved with music one way or another. So, mm -hmm. yeah, tell us about how music kind of factored into your childhood and growing up, etc. Well, I'm a child of the 80s. Uh, so yes. I was born in 82. 
There was always music in the house, from mum or dad or my brothers. Grew up just listening to music. There's always music on in the house. Mm-hmm. But the man, probably the first one that sticks out, I want to be that guy, is John Farnham. Of course. It's the white. The voice. The big coat. The yeah. mic stand, throwing it up in the air. And it's a cow move, isn't it? It's a real, like, I was like, that guy, and he's like... Like, he was amazing. Mm. Um, I always wanted to be like, yeah, I wanted to be like fancy. Uh, he was always he was always funny on stage. Mm. He always make jokes. Uh, his voice was ridiculous. Yeah, so I, I think from a very young age it was Fonzie, and I don't think it was musical theatre until very late. But yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah, I think and rock and roll bands. And uh, my brother was right into Barnsley and Diesel, and sure, yeah. My other brother was right into like, Green Day, Nirvana, um, everything alternative, mm. and I was listening to more sort of top forty stuff. So it's right. a pretty eclectic mix uh, growing up. Where'd you grow up? Glen Waverley, so right. not too far from here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 3150 represent. Hey, nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that was the kind of thing, where you, where, was it like where you were close enough to the city to be able to get out to shows and stuff like that? No, my parents, we never really went out to gigs or anything. Really? I think the first thing I saw was uh, maybe Phantom when I was a kid. Really? Like musical theatre, yeah. yeah but right. as far as bands, the first band that I saw, I think I was like 13, I went with my mate, we went to... Would have been the tennis centre, so in Rod Laver. Um, mm-hmm. We saw Matchbox 20. Hell yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I think my dad took me to see the cause, maybe. Fuck yes. <laughs> but the first, yeah, I think, I think it was Matchbox. I think it was the first sort of rock concert I saw when I was a kid. I was like, yeah, I want to be like that guy. Can you, I can't blame you. Look at him. Yeah, Rob Thomas. He's Rob doing, Thomas is the man. He's done it right for himself. <laughs> I'd say so. So, yeah, like, uh, do you remember anything about, like, performing, like, singing for the first time? Like, uh, like, was that something that came up in high school, or were you, like, were you, um, like, in the choir or anything going like that? So I did up? choir in primary school, I got asked to, I got asked to be in the National Boys Choir, and I said no. Whoa, you turned them down? Yeah. That's a like, power move. Yeah, I was like, oh, I just want to play footy. And so <laughs> what days, what days do they rehearse? And they're like, oh, it's Sundays, like, that's footy day. Footy day, mate. You can't do it. <laughs> so... Sorry, Qantas Ad. I couldn't, uh, couldn't have me. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, I... Which, like, oh, I don't know. I'm glad I did footy, because I, I did that for pretty much my whole childhood, and yeah, I right. loved it. Taught you about team spirit and lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm dreadful at harmonies now, though, because of it. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> the choir would have taught me that. <laughs> really, my first sort of solo performance was at high school in year nine, in front of everyone and that was singing a song by Blessed Union of Souls I sang a song called I Believe which oh, is yeah. hilariously uh, it's a song written by an African American dude singing about the love and trying to get the approval from his um, white girlfriend's family mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not a white guy I'm not a African American uh, guy yeah. <laughs> uh, and, but yet I still you know back, back then um, didn't see I no, you're just like, no, this is fine. Exactly. What's this, the worst that could happen? Exactly. I just believe in love. Love is universal, guys. Yeah. That's how I saw it. Colorblind. I'm colorblind. So. And you don't sell drugs to children now, so you're doing no. okay. No, no, no. Uh, no. I used to, but now. Yeah, not, yeah, not, but not anymore. anymore. Not anymore. Those days are behind you. That was just like, that was to get me through um, high school, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a vicious cycle, man. Mm. <laughs> Were you ever in, like, bands or in, like, high, like, stuff in high school or anything like that? Or was yeah. it always strictly, like,. The, the theatre and the solo sort of stuff. No, no, it was bands. It was all, it was always bands. Yeah, so, so what, what kind of stuff? So we, so in year 10, was in like a, a band and we did like Battle of Bands at school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are rocking out some Grinspoon, some Metallica. Hell yeah. Yeah, and some Blink-182, I think it was back then. Mm-hmm. Always a big fan of those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And then I changed schools at the end of year 10 to go to Box Hill Senior. So that's a music school, it's sort of like a, te- a tech school. So yeah, you've got right. a bit of, if you're not good at school, you go to this school. Because <laughs> uh, you, you can study fashion, football, basketball, um, music, drama. Right, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Interior design, like it's, it's got a, yeah. It's got a pretty wide net of casting of, of, of children. Yeah, sure. Who, who don't want to go into economics or anything like that. So I, I, I got into a band there and found that I really... Because I sort of came from a pop background, I found guys that were interested in needing a singer for right. their rock band. So yeah, yeah, yeah. we would sing a lot of Radiohead, or I'd sing a lot of Smashing Pumpkins. Or really? A, yeah, so I really got into Radiohead through, through that. No shit. Yeah, which is really, really cool. Because these guys were all into Sepultura, Pantera... But then I was like, "What about we do?" They're like, "What about this song? Do you know this?" I'm like, I "Haven't really heard about it." So I learned all about some. some that was a fascinating intersection. Yeah, mate. The Benz is like one of my all-time favorite albums because of because of that. Yeah. Wow, small. That's unbelievable. I never. You never would have picked that. Yeah. The, the just, things you learn on this podcast. What a what a what I mean what a what a singer what a songwriter. Right. Incredible. It's yeah. Ridiculous. I mean, we did we did Paranoid Android at uh, at a school assembly once. Yeah. And the whole, and the guitarist that we had at the time, he was just so good. He like could mimic the exact sound on the guitar and play it like note for note, perfect. Mm. Um, I remember just the kids at school going, "What? What is this? Yeah. That's that breakdown." Yes. So good. Yeah. So loved loved doing that. Um, I remember singing "Street Spirit." At, at school. Wow. That's pretty amazing. Where is where is the lost Millsy Radiohead cover album? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll bring it out. Maybe I'll start a little YouTube videos. <laughs> I need to hear I still, this. I still sing them in the car, mate. Yeah. Right <laughs> at home. So yeah, I was in, a band, in bands and then uh, sort of another band out after school and we were writing some original stuff and I was writing original stuff at school. It never really went anywhere, but... Mm. And then I got into cover bands pretty much from 18. And, yeah, I, was in, right. and I was doing gigs three four nights a week uh, around oh, melbourne yeah yeah so that, that was like your job yeah so I, I worked in factory during the day scanning forms which was a ridiculous silly job uh and then i'd work uh like the monash hotel on a friday mm-hmm. the notting hill hotel on thursday uh anglis tavern on a saturday uh, and then the red eagle hotel on a sunday whoa yeah. Working class man. Yeah. Look at that. And the Portland Hotel in the city, which is now James Squire. Yeah, right. Yeah. What were those shows like? I can imagine they would have gotten pretty hectic. They're pretty. Oh, yeah. They got pretty, pretty rowdy. Friday nights and Saturdays and Sundays. We built up this crowd at the Red Eagle from 2000 up into 2003. It started with like three people, mm. one of them being my mum, <laughs> uh, to to we had like lines around the around the corner. No shit. Yeah, just on a Sunday afternoon. It was. Like the place to be, and just to come and see this little little band called the Mega Man, little acoustic cover band. Yeah, right. So you were just singing, playing guitar, or I was playing a mean tambourine, nice. uh, and I had uh, a, two mates of mine uh, playing guitar, one electric and one acoustic, and we did covers of everything from Stone Temple Pilots to Pearl Jam to whatever sort of current, um, and some old school rock yeah. and roll as well. Yeah, unreal. Yeah. But you didn't have any kind of loftier ambitions beyond the, the cover band then? Not really, no. It was just... We were just enjoying the gigs. My mates yeah. my mates had been in bands for years. These guys are 10 years older than me. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, and they loved... They just... They love rocking out. We'd been in a... Um, 
a full band like with drums and uh, bass player mm. uh, singing so much Foo Fighters it was amazing yeah. I miss I miss those days <laughs> you know those gigs at cricket clubs and footy yeah, clubs yeah yeah uh, yeah doing those gigs and then we just realised oh we could probably just do it at a smaller scale and get it get a little little a good little acoustic thing going on so we mm. just did that it was fun and then after three years of that our audition for Idol that came, came around and then mm. then that was it my life just sort of changed yeah in a, in a big way fucking hell what do you remember about I guess the, the first few bits of of that process because like it's one thing to kind of you know observe it on the TV and see like the whittled down like half hour version of it but I, for you I can imagine it's sort of been long 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 hours and just yes, a huge. very exhausting process being in the belly of the beast yeah it was pretty pretty long uh, long hours just sort of waiting around because it was just the audition process yeah it was, was long waiting I remember waiting for like six hours or something, just in a line for the first time. But then getting into the top ten, there was yeah, there's a lot of wait, a lot of waiting around. Yeah. Between everyone's rehearsal or, and even when you do the show, it's different because I'm used to sort of singing and in front of a band. There's no band. Yeah. It's just a backing track and it's just yeah. you up there and I don't really know how to dance or move or anything. <laughs> so I was just been rocking out. It's kind of hard to rock out when there's no one to rock out no with. No feet off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. I feel sorry for those kids who do the voice these days. You are there's a good ten meters between you and the yeah. audience. Like it's just so four weird. of them are rude it's enough re- to turn their back on you. Like. It's just really foreign. It's a foreign. And the band is so far behind you. Mm. You're in this diamond thing. I'm like that doesn't. It's not natural. It's it's feel terrifying. Like a, yeah, it? it just doesn't feel like a real gig. Yeah, but yeah, I man, I love that experience. I met some really good people on the show, producers wise, and. Um, uh, and all the talent on the show. Guy yeah. and Shan, still good mates. My mate Clee, um, still a good mate. Had had an incredible experience and learned a lot about reality TV, that mm. nothing is real on reality yeah. TV. <laughs> that is very true, very true. Yeah. So, was that finalist tour the first tour that you'd ever done? Yeah, yeah, it was. I'd only ever sort of done... I'd never been on a plane before I did Idol. So what? that was the first plane Holy ride. Holy shit, My dude. trip to Sydney was my very first plane ride. Wow. At 21, yeah. It was pretty sheltered upbringing yeah right and then yeah the tour we did was all the arenas so mm. we did um, the Sydney Entertainment Centre Brisbane Entertainment Centre Melbourne Entertainment Centre or Rod Laver and yeah. did two nights at each and we just sold really well yeah sang a bit of Maroon 5 uh, sang Kids with Courtney Act that was pretty hilarious just yeah, yeah. jumping on stage with, with Drag Queen was my mate Shane it was amazing um, who's still doing incredibly well by the way Courtney mm. Act yeah um, but that tour was wild, man. Yeah, we travelled around the whole country and played all the arenas. And you're, what, 21 years old at this point? Yeah. Fucking hell, mate. Yeah, and <laughs> the whole crowd shouting my name. was like, Mel Z, Mel Z. It's pretty weird. It's pretty weird, man. <laughs> yeah, like, how, how do you kind of comprehend and navigate that at, at that kind of age? Because, you know, it's, it's, it's a zero to 100 thing, isn't it? I think I had zero self-awareness and not of, of the world So back mm. then. So I think... To be honest, I don't really recall any of it. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a pretty bad memory of, as it is, but <laughs> I was just pretty much just happy to be along for the ride. Mm. I wasn't really thinking about. I was in the moment yeah. every day. Uh, what are we doing today? What are we doing today? What are we yeah. doing the next day? What are we doing the next day? I was never really, and never really put too much thought into it. I was just really enjoying the ride of it all, and then nothing really prepares for you when that ride stops, though. So yeah, that's that was that was pretty daunting. Yeah, uh, that that was like oh, you have to grow up and wake up and learn. get a real job we'll get a, yeah yeah I went back to labouring and um, back to cover band gigs 
Yeah, right. Uh, around Melbourne for a bit. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I still enjoy it. So mm. It's not like it was a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like there, you know, there was the the idol run, and then you had the the little solo run as well with the the solo record as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So you do much around that. Yeah. So we did a tour from Cairns all the way down to Melbourne. We we sold out some pretty great venues around the country. I, mm. I was really 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 happy with that with that tour. The album sold pretty well. It sold like over 30,000 copies. The singles did pretty well. I think the first single went to six. The second single was a song I wrote with Phil Buckle, went to number 20 yeah. on the charts. It was pretty cool. There's uh, a couple bangers on there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I was wrapped with the album. Had some great producers and Paul Wilshire, I still think he's one of the greats. He's he, he did an amazing job with some of the songs that I wrote. Yeah. Went from a little acoustic-y, folky, folky things. He really, really produced them into these great big funk uh, rock anthems. Yeah. Sort of where I wanted the album to go. Yeah, so that was that was good, man, and that lasted I don't know six months or so. Yeah, of touring, and then oh, you 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 didn't sell platinum, so we're gonna drop you from the record label. It's so brutal, isn't it? Oh, okay, thank you. And also, there's a season, another season of Idol out this year. So yeah, yeah, out with the old. Yeah. <sighs> I was like, oh, thank, thank, thank you. Thanks, thanks for. And you're a husband at 23. Like that's yep. that's brutal, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and then yeah, back to cover bands for a bit, and then. It, I took a trip overseas to sort of work out what it is that I wanted to do, and I saw mm. these shows on the West End and saw some musical theatre, and then I was like, wait a minute, I could do that. Yeah. So I came back in audition, and I did that for the last 10 years. Yeah. So that's it, 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 I can imagine that's kind of a weird thing that, that you know, it's kind of a... It's this weird kind of, like, it's it's so popular, but it, it can still be so out of sight, out of mind, where people are just like, oh, where have you been? And just like, uh, here, 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 Yeah, here, I've been traveling the country. Yeah, musical slots. <laughs> been about six big shows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it, is, it is fun. I, I, I don't know, I, I can't blame someone for not um, watching musical theatre. Like, mm. I, 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 obviously, you haven't seen me. That's okay. We don't know each other. Yeah. Um, I don't take offense to it at all. I, uh, I thoroughly enjoy the um, the musicals, though. It's a great... I think it's one of the best, if not the best, medium to storytell. Mm. Not only are you telling stories through the text, but mm. um, you have the emotion of music that comes yeah. that comes through as well. But also you add in dance as well. Mm. And it's, it's really, really powerful. And I was lucky enough to be part of some of the best shows that the world has ever seen in Wicked and... Um, I think Legally Blonde is a really fun show. Yeah, um, yeah. Jesus Christ Superstar last year. Yeah. Um, yeah, Grease and uh, Ghost, which had some incredible magic tricks in it, and the music. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dave Stewart from the Rhythm Eurythmics wrote that music. Yeah, and, yeah, that's right. So it's 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 been a it's been a pretty wild uh, ride, and now I'm in a now I'm in a play. Yeah, going back to my drama roots. Yeah, exactly. I, with the musical theatre thing, like you were talking about that kind of imposing nature of the idol performance, where it's you know very isolated and you know like away from everything else. Mm. Like, uh, do you, do you ever get that kind of same feeling when you you know you have like a big number during a, a musical or something like that? Because you know there's like you know it's a similar kind of like barren sort of atmosphere in a, in a lot of ways. Yeah, I, yeah, but but also different because. I think when you're when you're in a play or a musical, you are playing a character. You mm. you are really invested into where this character's come from, what's he singing about, um, which I, I suppose I've always tried to do, even when I'm singing pop songs on at a pub or at a corporate gig or whatever. Yeah, trying to invest into the storytelling, but you're helped along in the theatre with lighting, and you can't see the audience. Mm. And it's kind of it just really is just you out there. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's easier in the theatre than it is. At a gig sometimes. Really? Yeah. yeah. Even though 
the whole room is listening to you uh, in the theatre. Well, yeah. generally speaking. But yeah, 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 usually. Um, at a gig, I feel like it's a harder gig. At, uh, like a pub gig is harder yeah. sometimes. Because you got to work harder to get them to, to listen and to yeah. want um, I did a gig on the weekend up at the Gold Coast for, for Subway. A big corporate um, gig up there with some mates. Oh, right. So you were, like, performing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so right. We did uh, a bunch of pop stuff, a bit of rock stuff, uh, a bit of funk, a bit of R&B. Was that Miss Vanity? No, no, Miss Vanity this time. Damn it. Uh, there was no Miss Vanity. Bring it stuff. back, man. That's yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think I might have to re-release it. Yeah, I think it's gone full circle, man. I think I think people can fully appreciate that song now. It's great. It's a four chord banger. Yeah, exactly. That's all you need. Classic, classic track. But no, just at that gig, like it's in front of like a thousand people at this corporate gig, and everyone's just drinking on the dance floor. Yeah, that's a pretty fun. It's like it's completely they're completely different though. Like from singing on the theater where everyone's sitting and listening to your story to. Just played horses down right like, like, <laughs> is like, it's a different vibe. And yeah. still, I still apologise in advance for screaming yeah, that yeah, out yeah. tonight. <laughs> you know what was hilarious? I uh, the Umbilical Brothers were at the gig as well. Yeah, and we right. we finished with Footloose uh, just because oh, because you can. Yeah, of course. Um, uh, Dave from the Umbilical Brothers threw his shoes on the stage because he wanted <laughs> to get footloose. Kicked off his Sunday kicked, shoes. Kicked off his Sunday shoes. He did. Oh, I, was, I said that line literally funny. within seconds. Fum, fum, shoes are up my feet. He's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. So, like, I don't know, like, do you ever miss, like, you know, getting to do stuff like that and, you know, perform, like, in, uh, look, in terms of doing music and that sort of stuff? I'm still, I'm still trying to do at least one a month. Yeah, um, right. Whether it's a corporate gig or whether I just have people at my place and we just jam out, or you know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I yeah, need that. I still need that outlet of um, performance because it is different. Um, and I just, yeah, I love playing guitar and singing, and um, I don't see myself as ever being a recording artist. But uh, I try and get to as many gigs as I possibly can. Yeah, and I love um, promoting as many um, Aussie bands and Aussie music as I, as much as I can. Uh, I was talking to a mate of mine. He's, the other day, had dinner at a friend's house. She works in radio. Her partner works in radio. And I was just shocked that you, to listen to any Australian music, mm. you have to listen from like 11 p.m. onwards. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. have... They like, shove that quota right Yeah, yeah. They have to yeah. have the quote. They have to have, have the quota. But then they just put it on at night time. I'm like, what? why don't you just put it on during the day? Yeah. Why don't you just give it a run? Let's see what happens. Exactly. Unless you're like a um, Vance Joy or a... Five sauce, something like that. Yeah, yeah, like that's that's pretty. Or Jess Malboy, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. even Jess struggles to get her new music played on on Which radio. Is surreal, isn't it? You know, she's I, got a track record, a I, very strong track record. Yeah, I find it. I can see why um, a lot of Aussie musos will go overseas to try and make mm. it, whether they go to England or they go to Europe or the US yeah. to do songwriting with other people because mm. they've got more of a chance of getting their their music heard. Yeah, it's just. We don't really have a very... Um, we don't promote our music or our artists very well here in this On country. On that level, yeah, yeah, absolutely. With Triple J, they, they definitely do. But then again, you've got to be kind of cool. Or it's got to, there's got to be a... You can't be too mainstream with your music. You have to yeah. be sort of a little... I don't know. Yeah, like, it's, what, a, it's a tricky one, isn't it? I can't. What I can't work out... I, I saw Gang of Youths uh, earlier this year. Yeah. Amazing. Previous guests of the show. Good friends oh, of the show. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, Meg Mac, Gang of Youths and Paul Kelly. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was a great concert. And I'm sitting there, this guy is like, he's, for me, he's just an amazing poet. Um, yeah, that's incredible. An incredible front man and what it yeah. was. But why is this music not on on the radio? Why? Yeah. It's the number one album in the country. 
It was voted Aria number one, and yeah. I've not heard it once on any of our mainstream radio isn't that, sessions. Isn't that crazy? This yeah. is just more. I just I, these songs are all bangers. They're great songs and great poetry. And and just sold out like six forums or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and can't get a can't get a hit on radio. This makes Apparently sense. Apparently not. <laughs> isn't Triple M a rock station? Aren't they playing th- rock? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's bizarre, isn't it? Anyway, that's yeah. that's so that's my uh, as my beef with the. I'm. I, I'm I think I would have struggled emotionally, mentally to to be an artist. To do a, like make a follow up record. Yeah, yeah, to make the follow up yeah. and then try and keep going at it. Like hats yeah. off to to my mate's guy who who's just still pumping him out. Yeah. Even without so much as a lot of airplay, but his music is great. He will continue to keep keep, keep making great albums, mm-hmm. great music. Um, Shan's the same. Shan's Shan's still making like yeah. album, still making music. He's come full circle. He really has. Love that Facebook page. Uh, if you haven't checked out Shadow Facebook page, you have to check it out. He it's loves a, it. It's an absolute gold mine. It is the best. It's. <laughs> I've told Dan in the show to copy one of those, those, uh, those rants and put it oh, in the show. Yeah. We have a little ad lib bit in the show. <laughs> it is just the best, and he loves it as well. He's yeah. he's up for it as well. It's, I just love it. It's so good. So yeah, you feel like you're at a you're at a good point now where you've kind of got that balance between you know still getting to do music stuff on the side, but you know also having the focus of still doing theatre and pursuing that as much as you can. I remember back in the day, I think I was I was interviewed and I, uh, I got asked what what it is that I wanted to do, and I, yeah. I, and I said it's I a want, big question. I was like, I want to do everything, and I 15 years on from Idol, yeah. and. I have managed to tick all those boxes. I'm mm. pretty pretty lucky from emceeing gigs or TV shows or yeah. to theatre or musical theatre or releasing music or just playing music or gigs. Mm. I got a call the other day from Jason from Jason Singh. He's like, Mills, we've got this gig, Australia Day. Do you want to do it? It's with me. You know Jason Singh from Taxi Ride? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, Dale Ryder from Boom Crash Opera. Mm. Mark Gable from the Choir Boys. Cool. And you. And I was like... Uh, sure. So to be asked Hell to, yeah. <laughs> to be asked to do that, I was like, sure, sure, do that gig. That's sick. Like, um, I'll do it for free. I'll do it like, <laughs> like hundred percent. So I get to do these really cool gigs and yeah, get to sing all around the country still, which is which is bloody good. And I also get to be a part of a really fun, crazy little play here in St Kilda. You got to be happy with that. Yeah, life's really good. Perfect, man. All right, we'll wrap it up here. But before we do that, I ask this of all of my guests, mm. and now it is your turn, Milsey. I want to know about the best and worst shows that you have ever played in your entire life. Uh, okay. This can, this can be across your, your various platforms. So, uh, yeah. Feel, was, feel free to go worse than best or best than worst, whichever whichever works for you. I did a, I did a, a, a musical called Hair years ago in Perth. Mm. and I've heard of it. <laughs> everyone gets nude in the show. Yes. My character did not get nude because uh, I was not in that scene so he's like right. at, the director's like at the end you're up on the you're up on the, the podium at the top I want you to sing when you're singing that's me that's me the rest is silence it's the end of the, it's the end of the song right yeah 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 I started undoing my pants I'm nude already on the top I've got a target printed on my painted on my chest this can only end well I do I do the do the down trowel on the note that's me and the mic pack is still in the shorts so all it's done is which is one of those Madonna mics all it's done is like whip my head back and the mic pack somehow got loose from the pants and now it's swinging behind me like this and like really awkwardly but pulling my head back and then I walk backwards and turn around and the spotlight doesn't go off so when I go to pick up my pants I'm just full brown eye the crowd as well (laughs) so they got the front and and the back and they uh, so that that was and then I remember the director saying to me straight after he's like 
you know what? Just keep the pants on. <laughs> you just, you just keep them on. Oof. So that was uh, the worst one. I think the best, the best gig. No man, I think singing to sixteen thousand people at Rod Laver. Mm. I mean, it's pretty. I cool. can't fault you there. I really can't. I was busting out uh, harder to breathe. Uh, I remember that was my first solo song that I sang. Yeah, the yeah, first yeah. night there it was the home crowd, mm. and it, oh, I will never forget the screams. And that was it was pretty amazing. Yeah, it was it was a really good night, and we had some really good group numbers. And oh, the, but oh, I'll say, and again, this year I got to sing with my mates Michael Fells on. Luke Kennedy and Ben Mingo, we do a thing called Swing On This, which yeah. is like a Rat Pack sort of thing. We, okay. we literally drink a whole bottle of scotch on the stage and sing big bands. What <laughs> sing could big... possibly go wrong? And we got to do it at the Opera House with the Sydney Symphony Orchestra. What? Yeah, we got paid to drink and sing with the orchestra. Dude! Yeah. So, nice work if you can get it. That was a pretty good gig. <laughs> yeah, that was a, it was a good gig and a very good night. <laughs> Amazing, man. Yeah. That's so good. Uh, if you're in Melbourne, come see Robin Puffs. Or check out Channel Eleven. Uh. Oh yeah, that's that's <laughs> happening. Yeah, Finn Kelly's how, how, back oh, with a vengeance. How how long's he sticking around? Only a few more weeks, but then he may be back. But I can't say. I'm just waiting for the oh, like. <laughs> now that I've seen, I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Where the shit is going to hit the fan. Oh, it's going to be great. I am terrified. It's great. I, I hate him so much. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> People have been yelling at me on the street. It's been awesome. <laughs> I'm not that guy. I'm just a nice guy. <laughs> so Mate, you say. I've got to get to warm up, but uh, thanks again. Absolute pleasure, man. Thank you. Thanks you. See you soon. Cheers. I'm David James Young, and all my friends are back.